The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast because I never do that. Bring it for you every single day. That's what you deserve. You give me 30 minutes. Some of you listen to the other shows, even Money, College Draft, Fantasy Feast. So you give me an hour, I will give you everything I got. We are presented by DraftKings. I love giving out winners. I think I'm going to have time today, in fact, to send out all the signed press passes and cards and pictures that I owe a bunch of you guys. So if you've been a winner over the last month or so, get excited. I think I'll be able to send you guys something, uh, send it out through the mail just in time for the holidays, which is nice. Speaking of that, by the way, Make sure you're following my social media because I do have a couple more Madden codes that I want to give away for the holidays. So you guys have that for the holidays. Uh, spreading the word this week, it's TikTok at Ross Tucker NFL. Follow me on TikTok. I know probably a lot of you aren't on TikTok. It's actually really cool. It's just like quick videos that tell you about everything you want to see. People, it, it, it's kind of addicting. At Ross Tucker NFL on TikTok. Sponsor confirmation email winner could be the first leaf wine, which is a really cool gift idea. Masterworks, if you want to diversify the portfolio, could be Simply Safe, which, man, if you don't have it by now, I don't know. I've been talking to you guys about it for a long time. Then we got the YouTube shout out, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. Big fan of YouTube and those of you that subscribe and get hit me with the thumbs up youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. I guess it's big show time. The big show. All right. Also start with last night's game, Arizona lost Kyler Murray early and their offense really wasn't able to recover and they fell to new England at home 27 to 13. Let's start with Kyler Murray. This is why you push so hard to get the contract extension done in the offseason. Kudos to Kyler. Now, look, torn ACL isn't as bad as it used to be. And he still probably would have gotten a really good contract from Arizona. But Arizona might have said, nah, 
Let's just let you play out your fifth-year option. Let's see how you come back from that torn ACL. For a guy like Kyler Murray or Lamar Jackson, their legs, their speed, mobility, and agility are a huge factor. It's a gigantic part of what makes him and, and both of them, and a lot of guys like him, really good players. This is why you get the money. And some people will say, ah, torn ACL wouldn't really have affected him that much. I don't know. It's December now. Can affect next season. I don't think Arizona would have given him the same contract. I don't. And then it would have been dicey. And then who knows how he plays next year? Who knows how he does come back from the knee surgery? Maybe the doctor messes up his knee surgery. All I'm saying is this is why when you get a chance at life-altering money, I'm a believer in taking it. And why I didn't blame Kyler at all for trying to hold the Cardinals' feet to the fire. He was due a new contract. He could get one. He was eligible, I guess I should say. He got it. And think about how happy he is right now that he got that contract. As for the rest of the game, there was other things to talk about, Jack. I mean, Devontae Parker got a concussion and got up and was wobbly. There's a lot to this. It's disappointing that the independent spotter up in the booth didn't see it. Very disappointing. But I often wonder, are they watching the monitor or are they watching the field? Because that might not always be the easiest thing to see if you're watching upstairs and looking down at the field. But then if you're watching the booth, you could see he got up pretty wobbly if you're watching the monitor in the booth. So my suggestion would be to have someone who's watching down on the field, but then somebody else, whether they're in New York or whether they are at the stadium, who's just watching the monitors or maybe all the different camera angles, maybe they're in the TV truck. I don't know. But I give Nelson Aguilar a lot of credit. He was adamant that they needed to stop the action for Parker. And they did. He got up wobbly. And I was very glad that they stopped it. As for the game, Ramondre Stevenson got hurt early for the Patriots. Their offense just still isn't good. I mean, I don't know why... They do so much stuff out of shotgun. I don't know why they don't run play action more. I will say I thought Pierre Strong, uh, I think he's a rookie, South Dakota State, maybe second year, did some really positive things. I thought Kevin Harris did, did a good job. They basically were the Patriots offense. I mean, Mac Jones had what, a couple throws down the seam to Hunter Henry? But other than that, it felt like it was primarily strong and Harris made some plays and the defense. The defense for the Patriots is pretty legit. Although they haven't been every game, right? They haven't been like that Vikings game when they needed them to be. They haven't been. But they were pretty good. Now, they were helped out a lot, I would say, by the Cardinals. I mean... Cardinals had penalties. Hollywood Brown has a drop. 
DeAndre Hopkins had an illegal shift and then had an unbelievably careless fumble. The game's 13-13. And DeAndre Hopkins, incredibly careless fumble that gets knocked away by Duggar, scooped up by Raquan McMillan, touchdown Patriots. They go up 20 to 13, never really look back. Some good young players on that Patriots defense, by the way. I mean, Josh Uche, the the uh Uche, the edge rusher, three more sacks, now has 10 in his last six games to compliment Matthew Judon on the other side, who had another sack to tie Bosa for the most in the NFL. Really, really impressive. Um, Marcus Jones had another pick, had a big hit on McBride. Marcus Jones, I told you guys a year ago, college football, he was a stud. And I just want the last thing I would say, Jack, is just a shout out to Colt McCoy. I really appreciate Colt McCoy. I really do. I mean, first of all, he's the last time Texas was relevant, was pretty much when he was there. But he is tough, durable. He was getting blasted. He's smart. He gets the ball out fast. He's what you're looking for in a backup quarterback. And what you're looking for in diversifying your portfolio is masterworks. Think about all the dollars that have been lost in stocks and bonds over the last year. I mean, anytime you read anything, it's not good. Bloomberg is predicting a 100% chance of a recession next year. Masterworks is offering something that actually gained value the last time inflation caused this much damage. One of only three things to do so. Masterworks lets you invest in fine art from legends like Picasso and Banksy. You break it into shares. Over 590,000 users, over $650 million invested. Wow. Pretty cool. At masterworks.com, use promo code ROSS. They're giving you access to what usually has a wait list. So that's promo code ROSS at masterworks.com for priority access. See important regulation A disclosures at masterworks.com slash CD. It's time for the all-important power rankings. The worst team in the history of the NFL is... Number 32, Houston Texans. They actually played pretty well. They actually had a chance to move up and they get a second win. But in the end, they Texaned it. To not get any points after they get that interception of Dak Prescott, no points. To not get in on second down, third down loss, fourth down play call. Then they let the Cowboys march right down the field. Um, Although some people would tell you that that was like ideal for the Texans, right? To um, be competitive, have the young players play well, but not actually have the threat of losing number one overall pick. I can I can see that argument. Number thirty one, Los Angeles Rams. Well, let's see if they can be dangerous with Baker. Baker Mayfield's the quarterback now. 
I'll be calling their game in six days from now, Monday night football against the Packers. They got a lot of time to get Baker ready for that game <clears throat> coming off a Thursday night game. Really looking forward to it now. Number 30, the Denver Broncos. I guess they showed some signs of life on offense. I guess that's a positive. I could probably have moved them up ahead of a couple of these teams. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, looking at it, <clears throat> I probably could have moved them ahead of like the Cardinals, Colts, maybe the Bears, but they still didn't win, right? I mean, they picked off Mahomes three times and still lost. Number 29, the Arizona Cardinals. You know, if you're a bottom five, bottom 10 team in my power rankings, there are going to be changes. And I am curious to see what those changes are for these different teams, including the Cardinals, because they're going to have to make a bunch of changes, I think. Number 28, the Indianapolis Colts. Had a bye, not much to say. They're sticking with Matt Ryan as their quarterback. And I will see them up close and personal on Saturday in Minnesota when they play the Vikings. Number 27, Chicago Bears. Another team with a bye. I think this is the end of the byes, right? Everybody's had them now. I think this is the end of the bye. Everybody's, look, looks like everybody's played 13 games. So from here on out, no more buys. Everybody's got four games left, four weeks to play them. Bears uh, coming off the bye. We'll see how they do against the Eagles. Eagles are awfully good, but Bears have had a bunch of time, and they do have a very dangerous player in Justin Fields. Number 26, the New Orleans Saints. Interesting thing about the Saints is that if they had beaten, if they had held on to beat the Bucks when they were down 16-3, to I mean, when they were up 16-3 in the fourth quarter, it'd be a four-way tie right now for first place in the NFC South at 5-8. and eight. Think about that. Four-way tie, first place, NFC South. That's wild. Number 25, the Atlanta Falcons. They made it official yesterday that Ritter is the quarterback, and they're even putting Marcus Mariota on IR with a knee injury, which is a little bit weird to me because it's like, well, wait a minute. Why, why is he going on IR with a knee injury? Like, when did he hurt that thing? They hurt during the bye week? Was he, I, I guess he was playing through this knee injury? A little strange. Number 24, the Cleveland Browns. Kind of a weird spot for the Browns now for the rest of the season. I, I guess you just want to see steady improvement from Deshaun Watson. I guess you want to finish these four weeks strong. Um, they're pretty much out of it in terms of the playoffs. But you can still have Watson finish the season strong, play well, and feel better about him and them going into next year, I guess. Number 23, Pittsburgh Steelers. Brutal loss for them against the Ravens. Absolutely brutal. They had a chance to kind of be in the mix. I mean, if you are... If you have six wins, you would still at least be in the mix, right? 
right now the Bengals would be in, the Dolphins would be in, and then there's three, seven, and six teams. So if you got the six wins, you'd be in the mix. But the five and eight teams, Steelers, Browns, Raiders, Jaguars, not really. I guess the Jaguars have a little bit of a chance being in the same division as the Titans, but it's hard to it's hard to make up that many games against that many teams in this short of a period of time. Number 22, Carolina Panthers. So the Panthers, um, they're moving up. I mean, I had them last week at 27. Now I've got them at what? 22. 22. They're, they're a tough team. You know, this is the, I think I might have said this yesterday. If I'm repeating myself. I apologize. But this is the exact team that Matt Rule was trying to build and wanted to have, right? Like he tried to build up the O-line, run the ball, quarterback does enough, defense. I guess I would have been curious to see what would have happened with this team the rest of the year if there wasn't, you know, if they hadn't made this change. But they did, and they've been better off for it. They're four and four since they made the change. Number 21 is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars are another team like the Panthers that I kind of I'm starting to feel better about. I'm starting to feel pretty good about, actually. I think there's some real positives there with the Panthers and what we're seeing from uh, with the Jaguars, what we're seeing from them. The biggest one, of course, by far, being Trevor Lawrence. Number 20, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, I legitimately thought about putting them below the Jags and Panthers. I just ultimately couldn't do it, but they're just not good. I mean, they've found a way to win six games, but they could really be worse. So, I mean, those comebacks against like the Rams and the Saints, they could so easily be like a four-win team right now. It's it's really... Um, I think I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's sad. It's 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 what I didn't want to see from Tom Brady ever, but it's what we are seeing nonetheless. Number nineteen, Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, I don't know. I guess this feels to me like I have them a little bit too high. I don't know. Um, not even remembering their last game. Well, they they blew it against the Chargers. Is that right? Yeah, it was the Chargers was the last one I'm almost certain of. Because, yeah, it was the 23-17, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Raiders coming off a bye. Whatever. Or, no, they lost to the Rams on a Monday night. Or oh, night gosh. Idiots. Thursday it was, night it football. It was L.A. We had a close. It was L.A. Thursday night football. They're the one that allowed Baker to go down for the touchdown. Disgusting. Uh, now, they had won three games before that. But, man, they could have really – I said this the day after. They could have really been feeling good about themselves having won four in a row. Number 18, Green Bay Packers. Had a bye. Not much to say other than I will uh, – I'll get a chance to check them out Monday night. I haven't been to Lambeau in years. Looking forward to it. Certainly haven't done like a night game at Lambeau in a long time. It's going to be cool. Number 17, Tennessee Titans. Slipping, bro. Slipping. They've lost, what, four in a row? Or no, three in a row. 
Not good. They were seven and three, feeling pretty good about them. Now they're seven and six and not looking good. I mean, they've gotten hammered the last couple of weeks, really. Number 16, New York Giants. These are the, this is like the range of teams that are all just kind of decent. They're not like good, but they're decent. Giants, I mean, they just ran into a much more talented Eagles team. But they have a huge game on Sunday night against the Commanders. That I mean, that's like a playoff game. Number 15, New England Patriots. I believe, Jack, if it ended today, the Patriots would be in the playoffs. I think it would be three teams from the AFC East. Dolphins, Patriots, and of course the Bills. So, Bills look good to be the division champs there, especially if they beat the Dolphins on Saturday night. But Patriots, yeah, they're in the mix. Number 14, Washington Commanders. I think they're pretty good. I mean, I think they're better than the Giants, better than the Titans and Patriots right now. They kind of have a a good recipe. They believe. I mean, when's the last time the Commanders actually lost a game? Feels like it's been a while. I mean, I know they tied last time out, but it feels like they've been playing pretty well. Number 13, Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers, that was, boy, you cannot overstate that win for them. That was gigantic for them to find a way to beat the Dolphins like that. They are in the playoffs, or no, they're right behind, their same record with the Patriots. But when they have all their weapons, they're scary on offense. And their defense played much, much better than it had been all year. Kudos to their defense. They needed that. Number 12, Seattle Seahawks. You know, I feel like they're slipping a little bit. They barely beat the Rams the week before. They kind of got smashed by the Panthers at home. They might mess around and end up on the outside looking in. They got to win this game Thursday night because they're behind the Giants and the Commanders with the tie. They got to win this game Thursday night against the um, against the Niners. Good luck. Number 11, Detroit Lions. Wow. I know we talk about the Buffalo Bills a lot when it comes to Labatt Blue Light, but Detroit's right there too near Canada. You can see, what is it, Windsor, Ontario from Detroit when you're on the water there. Football season means it's Labatt Blue Light season. No better way to watch the Honolulu Blue or your team on game day and with the pristine Canadian goodness of a cold Labatt Blue Light in your hand. Stock up. Be the MVP of your tailgate. Share a Labatt on game day with your crew. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer. Labatt USA. Buffalo, New York. As for the Lions, thrilled for them, man. Absolutely thrilled. They've won a couple in a row. What's it, five out of six? The only loss was that heartbreaker to the Bills on Thanksgiving. So happy for former teammate Dan Campbell. I hope they keep it rolling. I don't think they'll make the playoffs, but they got a shot. They're very much in the mix. Number 10, Baltimore Ravens. (sighs) 
So, who'd you say? Baltimore Ravens. Sorry, I got a text message from my wife. Um, <laughs> but everybody can relate. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I only moved the Ravens up one spot. They found a way to win. Defense played well. But now it looks like they might be without Tyler Huntley. So now it might be Anthony Brown, the former Oregon kid. Where was he before that? Boston College, I think. And uh, now he might be the the quarterback. That's That doesn't really bode all that well, I don't think, for the Ravens. Although he's a big athletic kid. We'll see. Number nine, New York Jets. So the Jets are a good football team. And they've been playing well. They just haven't finished these last couple games against the Bills and the Vikings on the road. They've been right there. They just haven't finished. They, they think Mike White will be available, although I saw one report that I, I thought the guy said he'd be surprised if Mike White played. Um, but Salah seems to think he's going to play. Number eight, Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins number eight. Starting to get worried about them, in particular Tua. It felt like the Chargers had a really good game plan. Everybody else has been afraid to play press man against these receivers for the Dolphins because they're so fast, they can go by you. Kudos to the Chargers. They tried it, and it worked. And it threw off the timing for the timing routes. It threw Tua off in a major way. Number seven, Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings. So they had a loss, but they were right there with the Lions. They were kind of due for a loss. They're still going to win that division. And, boy, Cousins, I thought, played really, really well. They got a must-win game on Saturday against the Colts at home. Got to win that one. Number six, Dallas Cowboys. So the Cowboys have won four in a row. I still dropped them a couple spots because a bunch of different reasons. Number one, they, they didn't play very well. Could have very easily lost at home to the Houston Texans. But a win is a win is a win. But also, they just didn't look that great. You know, I mean, the offense was sloppy. Defense wasn't all that great. And now... They're losing Terrence Steele, who reportedly their right tackle has been outstanding tore his ACL and his MCL in his left knee. That really stinks because he's an undrafted young player that had been playing very well. So that bothers me. The good news is they're getting Tyron Smith back. I don't know what they'll do. Maybe they'll put the rookie, Tyler Smith, over to right tackle. I know Peter's filled in. I'll be curious to see what they do there with Tyron Smith. Um, They also signed T.Y. Hilton, which is interesting, yesterday. Might even talk more about that tomorrow, but it seems like the Odell dream is over, and they still felt like they needed one more receiver, so they went with T.Y. Hilton. Number five, Cincinnati Bengals. Playing really well. Just playing really well. Their defense is excellent. Their O-line is playing at a high level. They're in, I mean, so I would say Cowboys and above are the teams I look at 
as legitimate Super Bowl contenders. So Cowboys, Niners, Eagles in the NFC. Bengals, Chiefs, Bills in the AFC. Those are teams I, I think are really strong Super Bowl contenders. Number four, Kansas State Chiefs. Had to drop them a spot. Defense did not look good. They gave up more points to the Broncos than anybody had all year. Not a good look. And then you've got offensively Mahomes throwing three picks. They won, so it's kind of like the Cowboys, right? A win is a win. They're not all going to look pretty. But I got to go by what I'm seeing from these teams right now if they played a series of games in my backyard. And right now I think these other teams are better. Number three, Buffalo Bills. Hasn't been pretty for the Bills, but they're still winning. You know, I mean, sometimes I think that's almost the mark of a good team. They've won four in a row, have the Bills, and against pretty good teams. These haven't been like slouch teams they've been beating during this streak. You know, you're talking Patriots, Jets. It's, they're not quite as lion. They're not quite as dynamic, but these are potential playoff teams. Number two, San Francisco 49ers. Well, they've just been on a tear. I mean, there's no other way around it. They look awesome. Their defense is very, very good. Um, I think Purdy's legs have added an element that have been really helpful. And then McCaffrey. McCaffrey's been a huge boost as well. They've won six in a row. They're winning them in convincing fashion. I think they're one of the two best teams in the NFL right now. Russ's number one team, which is totally meaningless, but it's fun and will get many of you incredibly annoyed, is? Number one is the Philadelphia Eagles. Kind of hard to argue with this one right now, right? I mean, that's back-to-back absolute destructions of a likely playoff team. They do it in so many different ways. Their D-line might have four guys with double-digit sacks. Hurts has been the best. I don't know if he'll be the most valuable player, but he's been the best player in the NFL this year. If you look at like all the statistics, they're getting a little more banged up, but they're also getting guys back by the week too. They just have a really, really good team. They and the Niners feel like they're on a collision course. The Cowboys are going to try to break that up. We will have even money podcast today. Looking forward to that. And, of course, the shout-outs are in order. Pizza Boy Brewing, I was there last night. Check out my uh, social media, at Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter. Had a little birthday party for a friend there. Delicious food. Sportaculture, humanheadnyc.com, steakhousesports.com, go-bangles.com, Evergreen Economics, Vision Comics with an X, backofficescheduler.com. And, guys, or gals, MyFrontPageStory.com. You've heard me say it so many times. Please, especially if your parents are getting up there in years, please get them one of these before it's too late. You'll be so glad you did it. And then even after they're gone, you'll be so glad you have it. MyFrontPageStory.com. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.